This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Dot com slash yanks. Today is November 18th, and we've got some voicemails to listen to. Let's do it. Let's talk yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is young Jake. And in the corner, we have producer Zach on the Talking Yanks show as Bug Bug Dude has been called away. He's producing another show that hasn't been released yet or come out yet on the Jabo Media Network. You know Zach from the pregame shows. Mm. Zach gave a lot of direction for this episode. He said, less Jake. Yeah. That is what I said, yeah. Finally. We opened up the request box, and that's all it said. Yes. <laughs> Anonymous office request box. No, they were all by JVMOB 6969420. Just video only, man. Yeah. No audio. <laughs> Silent pod. What's everyone doing? How are you doing? Thank you for joining Talking Yanks. Appreciate you. We got a couple voicemails today. Do we have any tidying up, any news we need to get over for the people? Yankees news. I mean, they're playing the games in the the, DR. Did you see Herman pitched a no-hitter? Herman started a no-hitter. Four innings pitch, seven Ks or something. He did have like a hit-by-pitch and a walk or two. Good. Remind him you're back, man. And Dulhar got his first hit. Uh, it was like a single. Did you see it? Two infield singles? Like the thing he's been doing, just like topping every ball, the Storielli special. He's still doing that? Yeah, he had two of them. Did we post him on Talking Yanks? Yeah. Um, He made a play at third that was okay? Sure. Perfect. That's where I want to see him playing third base. In the DR? In the DR. I don't know. I mean, I want Gary to join that team because that's – I'm interested in Herman, but, dude, they didn't even talk about Herman about being part of the future rotation. So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Steinbrenner gave some weird, like, I got to talk to my family and see what they have to say about it, which I get. But, dude, you also have Chapman on the team. So, like, it's a weird time. Like, if you don't have Herman, then you kind of have to trade Chapman. Yeah. And I, I, it's really weird because I'm coming at it just from, like, just physical ability sports fan. Like, I know they were bad guys and did bad things, but they also got punished. And if you believe in second chances, I don't know. It's weird for them to, to kind of draw this line with Herman if they they gave Chapman a ton of money. Yeah, I, I don't think they did. I think when we originally did that, we said it was a lot of posturing, and I think it was. It was just, you know, they have to, you know, I think they can 
I think he already is reinstated technically. So I think it was just kind of a, you know, we're we're not gonna let him back in until we, you know, confirm he's he's back. And it it kind of goes back to what we say a lot of, about a lot of other stuff. And it's something that you and I have found out more recently than not is that like. Baseball teams, especially the Yankees, aren't as well connected as we think. Like, no. they probably haven't had a ton of communication with Domingo Herman. Like, we assume that, like, oh, I'm sure he talks to the pitching coach, you know, every week or something like that. Like, no. Like, we, uh. No, what we heard actually is that a lot of these <coughs> players aren't, have no contact with the Yankees. A lot of players in general, and then the Yankees, like, no contact at all in the offseason. It's a uh, goodbye. And then a halfway check in, and then so like when Judge comes to camp, and you find out Judge is shoulders injured, and you're like, how do they not know? They don't talk to each other. No, yeah, it's and, and this goes like you know we've talked to a bunch of players now, and like it's a question that we have. Like, do they give you training regimen? Do they give you this? And like, eh, no, we don't really yeah. talk to them at all. Besides a checkup, someone did tell me that. Um, I heard somewhere Harky. Like, does call and check in, but it's much more personal life yeah. than pitching. Yeah. It's much more, how's he doing? How's everything going? Stuff like that. So, I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Herman. But he looked good, and uh, he looked good here. He looked good. Yeah, I mean, we're we're keeping track of the Dominican ball. Um, free agency, the stove hasn't really taken off yet. Um, you know, hoping for that DJ LeMahieu. You know, just start off free agency for the hitters. Just take that three for 60 with the option for another year. Um, that's all speculative. Uh, Lindy McDaniel passed away. He was a reliever that threw some games for the Yankees. He's 84. And, yeah, the other stuff that's, like, news, it's, like, Lindor rumors and the Yankees are creeping towards the top of the list. That, that's been reported? Like yes, I mean they're. I think they're in the top three for Vegas favorites. ESPN did an insider thing that had a grading system for best fit to go get Lindor, and the Yankees were second. So, you know, they're they're in the room. I think you and I are both firmly like if DJ happens, there's no way they'd get Lindor because that doesn't make any sense. Um, they'd but, have to. They'd have to offload it. Ton of money, yeah. Like they'd have to trade Otto. Um, they'd have to trade. They would not bring back. We're assuming Gardner. All the little money would have to add up. Yeah, to because you have to take on twenty mil. Like even even if you they, if they get Lindor, they're going to want to sign the extension to keep Lindor. Yeah. So then you have to clear up future money, but then you're still taking on twenty mil this year. Yeah. So you'd still need to clear some money. Like Tanaka's well, that probably that's rules the out DJ contract too. You know, yeah. But if that's what I'm saying, if you take on both, yes, yes, if you take yes. on both. You're like yeah, probably it's not happening. If they re-sign DJ, then to bring Lindor, what would it need to be just for a little bit of fun? Like Tanaka's gone. Try to dump Otto. There would be nobody else. Otto goes. You don't need to sign anyone else. Well, you still Gary. want a pitcher. You can dump Gary. Otto and Gary gets you. <laughs> yeah, right about yeah. there. It's not going to happen. I don't no. think, you know, if they don't get DJ, make, maybe they go for the push. <laughs> if we don't get DJ, we'll probably go into a senile dreaming land that we'll regret a couple months later. But uh, we're not there yet. And the other thing I heard about Lindor is that don't expect it, like, to come out of left field. Don't expect the pass and bond to just happen because 
uh, the last team they're probably going to check with is America's new sexy team, the Mets. And they still don't have their, what is it, the president of baseball ops that's going to report to Alderson. So they're like, until the Mets are set, because everyone's like, oh, new owner, new money, every free agent is going to be rumored with them. Uh, any trade is going to be rumored with them. So uh, expect, you know, this offseason, I, I say it's going to move a little slowly. Wait for that Mets piece to come in, and hey, a couple pitchers have moved off the board, so maybe Tanaka's the next one that drops that we go, oh, yeah. That'd be cool. One one year 14. Speaking of uh, Making Lindy up, McDaniel, yeah, your favorite, who passed away recently. R.I.P. 21-year career. Yeah. Debuted when he was 19 years old in 1955. Yeah. Made his last outing in 1975 when he was 40 years old. You know I love that. He led the league. In three categories, no, four categories over the course of his career. Lindy McDaniel. Lindy McDaniel. What was Lindy short for? Linwood? Lindy is... Lindell. Lindall. Lindall Dale. <laughs> That's great. Middle name's Dale. Lindell Dale. Lindell Dale. That's pretty That's good. Great. McDaniel. Lindall Dale McDaniel. A lot of hard... Da, da, da. A lot of hard Ds in this podcast, Zach. Okay. Okay. Guess the categories. I'm on his page right now, so I won't. Wild pitches. Yeah. Win and loss record. Games finished. And then he led in in saves three times. Finished third in the Cy Young once. He pitched six years for the Yankees in the, when was that? Late 60s, early 70s. He didn't throw any postseason innings for the Yankees. That's a bummer. Tough. I thought I was going to go try and make him a hero. For all the Yankee fans that don't know where he is, and you're yeah. like, let's see what he did in the 62 World Series. Nothing, though. Tough. Tough break for Lindy. 1960 June National League Player of the Month. So. R.I.P. Where do you see that? It's at the bottom of his thing. The very bottom? Yeah. Uh, appearances on leaderboards, awards, and honors. Oh, Nice. Do they show like 1960 June? Okay, yeah. I wanted to see if they showed like second place. Oh, <laughs> like like who did he beat out? <laughs> no, I don't think they do that. Oh, but they offer you the monthly games. What's the question? Like you can click and it takes you right to June and see what he did in that June. Yeah, thirteen games. Got John Boy a new baseball reference. Zero zero seven four ERA. Two earned runs. Great job, Lindy. Lindell Dale McDaniel. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yankee great. Let's go to the voicemails. I have a whole bunch of them. Actually, I think we don't have that many, but let's see. Here we go. Amato leads us off. What's up, John Boy and Jake? This is Amato in California. I called a few minutes ago, and I don't think my phone was working because I don't think the call went through. But anyways, if you already heard this, delete it. But I'm questioning whether the Yankees should pursue James Paxton. I think that he could be a discount um, with the suppressed market and with the uh, teams losing money last year. Maybe teams won't be throwing money at a guy like him. He's got, uh, you know, Cy Young contender upside. I think we could get him for a steal. 
second question I have, should the Yankees try to replicate what the Rays and other teams are doing and just have stud bullpen dudes who can go for one or two innings at a time? I'm thinking maybe Clark Schmidt, Debbie Garcia, rather than grooming them to be starters, we just get those guys and a couple others to just be studs in the fifth, sixth, seventh innings, especially in the playoffs. Let us know what you think about that strategy. Hope you guys are well. Go Yankees! Thank you, Amato. Amato oh, sounded like yeah. he was calling in. Amato always brings. He the was energy. on his submarine. It sounded like he was in a subway, but he's in California. It's so. a submarine. Oh, yes, that's awesome to get service down there. Amato sub, like those cases you would put polo, uh, you would put disposable cameras in that you could take underwater pictures. Yep, your class trip in nineteen ninety eight. Butts, nothing but bubbles and butts. Bubbles and butts. Jake's that's got, our new podcast too. Yep. And it's actually just a visual. There's no video. <laughs> there's no video, no audio. It's just an image podcast. It's like one of those. It's your Jake's new Flickr account. No, it is. It's one of those, uh, those like photo frames. Yeah. In your relative's house that rotates through pictures, and it's just That's bubbles creepy. and butts. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling, Amato. Thanks, Amato. Uh, here's my thing on bringing Paxton back because you were on this for a little bit. I don't know if you came off it. You were, you thought of it as an idea. You had an inkling of a agreement with the model here on the Paxton thing. So I'll just feed, not to feed the beast, because the thought process is if you're James Paxton and everything's coming back one year, six, like the, what triggered me was I saw a projected free agent signing and James Paxton's was like one for five million. And I was like, well, if you're going to do that, like, you know, he's comfortable in New York. Like, he's been living in New York. Why not run it back and do that? Uh, so that was my thought process. And I caught a little bit of Yes Network the other light, night. They were doing that Yankees hot. Entertainment and Sisters. And sisters. Uh, and Michael K was sneaky on that train. So I don't know if it's there's smoke, there's fire, or if, you know, K's just kind of putting the bullet points together where it's like, hey, if you're going to get actually lowballed, like, come back. So that's the thought process. I agree with that. There is a part of my brain on bringing back James Paxson where I say it's a lose. The whole situation kind of is a lose-lose. And if they don't get him, I think Paxson will be good with wherever he goes. And Yankee fans will be like, another pitcher that we don't bring back and is good elsewhere, Lance Lynn, Sonny Gray, Avaldi won the World Series. Like, there's a... I was trying to reach. Yeah. There's some. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah Nova yeah. went to Pittsburgh and was really good for a year. Yeah. Hughes went to Minnesota, was really good for a year. It's been a thing. Sure. So I think that's one thing. The other thing is, if you do bring him back and he's hurt right, and he's mediocre, it's a lot of, like, ugh, uh, the fan base. Like, if you're going to go get a one-year, five- to eight-mil pitcher, there may be some others I'd bring in first. Just kind of a fresh. And I liked Paxton. I got nothing really yeah. against him. The first inning home runs in 19 really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Like, he did have great moments. The ALCS in 19 was really good. Um, but so that's what I'm thinking. Like, you have to show me all the pitchers and show me the other ones that are in his price range. Right. And if it's Garrett Richards and they believe in the stuff who, like, his analytics show that he should be really good. Um, he just needs someone to harness it. Or it's Charlie Morton, who's a big game pitcher, um, if he was to leave Tampa. There's some others out there that I think I'd rather just the devil you don't know. It's it's not it's harsh on Paxton, but I think um, I think people understand what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean it uh, it seems for both sides almost like let's let's keep it moving. Like yeah. you 
you know, we don't have to risk the injury. You can go and, like, potentially be a team's best pitcher on his best year. Like, he's shown that when he's dialed in. I mean, he's he is yeah. a really good pitcher. Um, I think it's the market, man, and it's I, – I think other dominoes have to fall to get there. Like, say Tanaka – Goes back overseas Or Tanaka gets money thrown at him He signs somewhere else Like I think you and I and a lot of Yankee fans Are mentally penciling in Tanaka a little bit And I think if that were to fall through That definitely brings another veteran starting pitcher Into the forefront And if it ends up being Paxton It would be a one year thing Like he's had an injury history up to this point That he is getting a one year deal That I don't know Like if, if it popped up right now Well I guess we'd be like, oh, we'd be sad because Tanaka's pretty much gone. But outside of the Tanaka stuff, if it popped up one year, eight million for Paxton, I think we'd be like, all right, let's get him healthy. Like he showed, he showed us a lot of good. I can't have it be the first move. Yeah, you just scared me into that. Yeah, Tanaka or another pitcher or or DJ or something else needs to happen yeah. first. If the first, I, I, it's just I think it's like, uh oh, it's Cole. It's called Paxton Kids. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... So, I don't know. I guess I'm torn up, but I, there is a part of me where it's like, you know what, Paxton, like, you go be successful. We're ready and prepared for that to happen. But if we bring you back and there's more injuries and, it, and there's more, you know, frustrating months, like, that's going to be a bad look on us as well. Yeah. Because it's kind of like the Hap thing again. Like, they brought Hap back and then that wasn't great. And especially if, like... <laughs> Go Paxton over Morton again <laughs> Instead of Hatton when they went Hap over Morton Yeah I have too much of that in me Yeah Where I'm no. like ah Let's just try something it, else It makes sense and I like the, Paxton At the same time I think we do have to be A little more realistic Like you look at a roster Every two years And watch how much it changes And you know th- Think about our current Free agent plans Like DJ Tanaka Okay yeah Maybe another flyer on Paxton Like you know, some of these guys are going to be gone. <laughs> and if you had to lean, it's probably Paxton. I do think, like, depending more so how this free agency keeps moving, you know, we saw, I mean, what's his name? Drew Smiley got a one-year $11 million. Um, And he had some analytic stuff going and injuries up to that point. So, hey, you know, I, I was when on Talking Baseball. I kind of I got Paxton going to the Blue Jays just because they need pitching. They're taking risks on guys with injury histories, like Ryu. Um, you know, and he's a Canadian, and that's kind of a fun story. If it happens, okay, we'll go into the stats and look at that stretch he went 10-0 and 0 or whatever it was and say, get healthy, bring that. If not, I don't know. Doesn't seem likely. And then Amato mentioned some of the young guys. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I think you can pencil Davey into the rotation pretty good, and then depending how the year goes... You know, I, I think it's two separate conversations When you talk about what the Rays did in the bullpen You know, uh, this is Jimmy's thing, so I'll kick it to him But starting pitchers at the end of the year Ideally, you're kicking guys out there And that's your, there's your 5 through 7th inning You need starters Yeah You need starters Not not, not a ton of relief And they, the Yankees need both, uh, yeah. very much so Alright, where's my voicemails? Thank you, Amato Next up Ooh, another special person. Jim, Jake, BBD, the boys, it's Boobox. I missed you, fellas. It's been a while. Postseason was, uh, 
postseason was postseason. A little bit crazy. Uh, you know, I haven't talked to you guys in some time. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I haven't talked to you guys. Uh, just been, it's been crazy life, fellas. Uh, just calling in to let you know that I'm doing well. I hope you guys are doing great. Jim, I, you moved to the suburbs. Mac looks like he's fucking happy as hell. I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for you guys. Jake, you know, the tongue gifts, I'm loving that. BBD, you're cute as hell. Your smile just brightens the room. Hey, enough rambling for me. I love you guys. Miss you guys. Boobuck out. Nothing about Zach. Tough, man. Uh, I'm just going to apply everything he said to BBD to myself. Okay. So it's fine. I think that's Fair. okay. Yeah, Fair. rules are rules. Boobuck's got three yeah. or four kids now. He's had a new baby. Too many. We Buckling down for a winter in Nebraska. Yeah. I bet that's not fun. We had a Boobuck, I miss you as well, man. I uh, Where have you been? We did this exchange over DM the other day. I was like, dude, probably busy with the kid, huh? Got to chill out with that. Like, yeah. I start mowing the lawn again. You and Bubak did this? Tuning in, yeah. All right, we'll miss you too. Talking. So no question there? Uh, No. Okay. No, it just misses us. We miss him. Okay. Winter in Nebraska probably isn't fun. Amen. Those, that wind probably goes cuts oh, right through you. It's very windy. Like a stampede of ghosts John. running through your body. John Boy, Jake, hope you guys are enjoying your vacation. This is Nick from Utica, New York. Just was thinking about a couple things going through my brain. You guys are always talking about how you think there might be a shift from all these guys always trying to hit home runs, and there might be a shift towards guys coming back and being like DJ type of hitters where they're trying to spray the ball all over the field. I was wondering if you guys thought that there might be a shift anytime soon or it might make more sense to kind of do it where a pitcher is becomes more of a contact pitcher rather than a power pitcher just trying to strike everybody out because they are so advanced on their shifting tactics, like the analytics department. They really have their shifts in line with the uh, the defensive players. It almost seems to make more sense that if you can get somebody to get through a lineup more efficiently, especially if everyone's just trying to hit home runs and you had your shifts out perfectly, it seems to make a lot more sense to be a um efficient contact hit, uh, pitcher than a power pitcher. I don't know, just something I was thinking about during the offseason. Thanks, guys. I mean, Tanaka's a contact pitcher. There's Soroka on the Braves. He's not a strikeout guy. There's still there's some out there, but they're not grooming them for that because we're seeing baseball just go strikeouts, man. Um, do you think that there will be a guy that would be like, just hit it? I mean, all those meatball stats I was putting up kind of suggest, like, hey, if you can hit the zone, you can be pretty successful. I mean, I think those guys kind of exist. Um you know, I mean, like, what would you consider Mike King? Like, he's not an elite strikeout guy. He's, like, Mike King is kind of the future of contact pitchers. He still, he strikes out enough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's, in, and we just had him on Talking Yanks. If you didn't listen, go listen to that. And he talks about how, you know, we talked about some shift stuff and positioning guys, and there is a way to do it. I mean, there's there are pitchers that are still... Having the ball put in play against them And they are very successful Kyle Hendricks on the Cubs Yeah um, You know 
it's possible. You're not going to see a shift that way. <laughs> um, I'd love to see one team do it. <laughs> one team just says, screw it. Um, but no, there, there's something to the art of pitching, and there's something to getting guys out that the analytics haven't fully quantified. But, it, like, look at Zach Britton as well. I mean, he's an outlier for a lot of reasons. Yeah, 80% but, ground ball know, rate. Zach Britton has two games a year where those three ground balls find a way through the infield. And it sucks, and they're choppers, and you're like, ah, Babip. If you strike guys out, that just doesn't happen. And that's what all the analytics team looks at. So they're always going to lean, always going to lean towards the strikeouts. Maybe there's, maybe if they do start policing shifts and changing the defense, we'll see this become more in play. And did you see um, just something on shifts real quick? Did you see there was a Eno Saris Lindsay Adler collab on Gary Sanchez? And they were talking about, and again, this ties into stuff that you and I have been saying just without words, is that because Gary's Gary's slower now and he doesn't book it to first because we don't want him to because we don't want him to get hurt, the third baseman plays as deep on Gary Sanchez as he does than anybody else, so Gary gets a lot more hits robbed. Um, so, and again, analytics people, we love you. We love analytics. I love making love to analytics. I'll turn on Bill James' book on tape and just do it, you know? Bill James' book on tape on one speaker and then Bill Withers on the other. Ooh. And then your hand over yourself. Sitting on the dock of the bay. That's Otis. Making these shifts go away. That's Otis, though. No, that's Bill. That's Bill and Bill combined on that album. Bill James covered that. I'll send it to you later. Where were we going with that? They're, I don't know. they're still putting the book together on how to perfect analytics in baseball. And this is why we get into fights online with people because analytics is going to develop more and more every two years. I like a lot of them, but you, just everything is not blanket. It's putting it Gary all Gary Sanchez together. doesn't get robbed. Like, yeah. Me. Gary Sanchez is slow and hits the ball to the same places very hard consistently. So the defense puts their defender there. That's not Gary hitting into bad luck. Yeah. So that's where, like, oh, the Babib killed Babib Gary. It's like, no, it didn't. Yeah. No, it didn't. And that's, you know, the so other. So there's, there's, it's, there's always more to everything. The other side of that would be, you know, some guys miss hit balls 80 miles per hour at this loft, and that's always a single because that's in between the infield and the outfield. So we're still putting it all together, what it means, and for each player it also means something different. So... That's why there's not a perfect formula. If you're a pitcher, get guys out. <clears throat> have them hit it towards Gio Urshela. That would be my game plan. Uh, breaking news. Breaking news. Tyler Wade just posted a picture. Okay. And what the... I don't know what he's... It, I mean, is this jean shorts over leggings? Or is that the bottom half of the jacket? One second. Talking baseball people. Talking Yanks. I think it's the second half of the jacket, but it surely looks like jean shorts over leggings. I think it's the jacket. Because his hand hand is in it, too. It comes apart at the bottom there. But, yes, that picture, I think he's wearing black jeans with a flannel slash denim shirt. Um. I mean, that looks like Tyler Wade's top over 
Meredith and Rockovich bottom. A little bit. <laughs> that is a bizarre. <laughs> Tweet at him. I am. My man, T-Wade. T-Wade, what is this outfit? <laughs> what's his, what's what his, is you doing? What's his Twitter? At T-Wade? 14, probably. At Talking Jake. <laughs> what am I said, my man, T-Wade, what's going on here? What's going on with this fit? I think that's what the kids Bottom say. half of the <laughs> of the jacket it's is denim. At underscore Tyler Wade. Yeah, very bizarre picture. Uh, all right, I'll go to the next voicemail okay. as we talk about this. Talking Yanks, this is Josh from Brick. This is the fourth time I've called trying to get this message right because I just keep messing it up. Love you guys. It's been a long time. So I'm seeing people tweet that, like, it's a poverty move for the Yankees to go from Staten Island to Hudson to Hudson and go from Trenton Thunder to the Somerset Patriots. First of all, not a poverty move. Makes sense every way, shape, or form. The Staten Island Yankees play in a stadium that's shared with Wagner College. Hudson plays with uh, their own facility that I know of. That That's it for that because I don't know much about them. So the Trenton Thunder and the Sat and Somerset Patriots, I played in both. And I think the Somerset Patriots have a better facility. Even though they were an independent team, it's better in every way, shape, or form. T D Bank Ballpark is newer, bigger, holds a bigger capacity, almost like two thousand people bigger. Better facilities for the players. Closer to New York, their dimensions are closer to Yankee Stadium. They have better medical facilities. They have Robert Woods Johnson medical facility in the stadium itself, so they have their own therapy and all that. They have more parking, and it's easier access off the highway than Trenton Thunder ever was. It's a smart move on, in every way, shape, or form. It's not a poverty move at all. It's a smart move. Their job is to make the best minor league players ever to make them major league players, and that'll be done in Somerset. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Okay, we didn't talk about all the minor league, thanks Josh, uh, realignment stuff, which was interesting and um, uh, the Yankees came off looking very bad in the public and then you dig deeper and you're like, well, and basically, I mean, reminder, there's one reminder, All every team has been told they can only have four minor league teams now. Not more than four. And the Yankees had eight. So they already are in the mindset of condensing and figuring out what places they want, what places they don't want, and all that. And they affiliates and they need to condense. In that process, and maybe this process happened way before anyway, they decided uh, that they wanted to change some of their facilities. Trenton Thunder is no longer, and the AA team is now the Somerset Patriots. Which I actually went to that stadium over the summer. It's actually 40 minutes from here, so it's really close. Um, so that's one change. The other change is Staten Island Yankees are out as a single A, and it's now somewhere in like um, by like Marist, where it's like upstate somewhere. Oh, yeah. Not, it's not Poughkeepsie. It's, it's uh, around there, though. Hudson Valley? Hudson Valley. Hudson yes. Valley Renegades. So 
Our guy Josh is saying, like, the facilities at Trenton suck and the facilities at Somerset are better. And they complain about the facilities. And ask any player. We have Trevor Plouffe on Talking Baseball, and he talks shit about Wrigley Field because the clubhouses and that situation sucks. So it's a big deal when you're grooming players and you want them to – you want your investments to be treated properly. You don't buy a brand-new nice plant and then put it in the shade. You need it to be, you know, nice so it can grow and flower and all that bullshit. What happened was the Staten Island people came out and said, we found out about this over social media. What the hell? And then the president of Staten Island came out a couple days later like, actually, I just checked my emails and my voicemails, and they did try to reach out to me. That was pretty funny. Which, so one, the Yankees, you probably should make sure your message gets heard, but I'm guessing there was some bad blood or they didn't like each other anyway. Yeah. And you probably knew there was a chance it was happening. They, Staten you Island, I'm, I'm not on Staten Island's side because they came out too hot. And listen, you can be upset that they didn't, you never got to have the conversation, but you can't go publicly say, we just found out on social media and cause outrage. Yeah. And now, like, you know, people in our YouTube are talking baseball are like, aren't you going to bash the Yankees? Mean so not even telling their organization because the first headline is the headline, basically. You can't do that if you if you haven't checked your voicemail and emails. Yeah. I'm not saying the Yankees went about it perfectly, but Staten Island wins the headline war just on bullshit. They should have said, like, they never even told us to our face. They just left a voicemail. That's what a rest. So anyway, they both look dumb. But in Staten Island is claiming all this stuff. Staten Island is saying it's not, or Trenton. I think both of them are saying they're trying. They're saying that the Yankees are are just are are doing it because of the demographics of the surrounding town and area, and that they're going to the wealthy um, suburban areas, and not because of the facilities. Like they've never complained about the facilities, but we've heard forever that the facilities suck, and I think they had bad relationships. So it, I don't know. It's 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 like. For me, it sucks. Like, Staten Island Yankees, if you weren't drawing a crowd, like, this is a business. Yeah. We're not in, like, little brother sympathy. You get a you get to be our affiliate because you've been our affiliate mode. Um, And business is ruthless, man. And the minor league, the minor league whole situation taking away, like, 100 minor league affiliates, like, that killed a lot of small environments. But, like, so did, so did taking away factories in the 80s. Like, I don't know. Part of me is is like you can't just sit around and whine and complain. And then part of me is like it is fucked up though. But the people that complain about it annoy me more. Just like this, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's a business, and I mean, I don't know. People get hotter about this than they normally do. I mean, minor team, minor league teams have been moving around forever, every year. I was for shocked when they years. said it'd been twenty years. Like that's crazy. Yeah, and so again, when you tie that into the community, that sucks. You know, there there is sad stuff around that, but it's a business. The MLB is reshaping kind of all their their minor league stuff. You know, the less teams. I think they're trying to get Fuck. more involved. Yeah, I was, was going to going to say that. Um yeah, man, it's uh, I think MLB is getting more involved in because, it, dude, it, it is really dumb that we've heard all of these stories from, you know, Trevor Plouffe, who we work with now, and a, and a lot of other people that like these guys who were, you know, grooming are now the lifeblood of the organization, young star prospects, 
they don't get taken care of in the minor leagues. <laughs> like, like you hear these stories about guys who are like, well, he got in really good shape because in the minor leagues he used to eat fast food every day. And it's like, what? Like, try, yeah. try to get more athletic and, and do better, you know, get in better shape if, if that's what you're doing and you're living off 12K a year playing minor league baseball. So a lot of, we get that a lot of the minor league stuff is touchy, but also you, uh, you know, there's a business side to it, and you kind of shrug and got to understand it. Cano just tested positive. He's out for the entire 2021 season. Positive for PEDs, not COVID. Um, that's t- that's bad news for the Yankees, guys. That's a lot of money. DJ LeMay, he's agents, just fist-pumped. He said, oh, 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 yeah. The Mets don't have to pay Cano's $24 million salary. Uh, the Mets that were going out to pay A, just got a spot in their lineup And B, just got 25 mil to spend So the Mets just got a little more dangerous And that sucks for Cano, dude well, It doesn't suck for Cano, but it sucks at Cano <laughs> Like, come on, dude What? <laughs> yeah Is there something very ironic to the guy that Angry old Yankee fans called Lazy and he doesn't care for years And he's been caught taking steroids twice, Or does that like feed their argument Feeds their argument Yeah That he's lazy and that's how he'd get ahead Yes yeah. Feeds it big time Yeah It's a really bad I thing. think the counter to that would be like He cares so much he's trying to cheat This tarnishes Cano oh, From fully. anything Yeah Like he's not gonna be any Top second base Any It's Well He's not good enough because now it's paid. depends what now, happens now with it, A Rod. Now it's twice in separate. Depends what happens with A Rod. But A Rod was so much better than Cano. Yeah, but not for second baseman. Cano's one of the best hitting second baseman ever. But now you can just go. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. Someone quote, someone quote tweeted Tyler Wade and said, "This is that Friendsgiving fit every girl wears." <laughs> <laughs> Tough T Wade. Oh, people are using it to, like, actually bash T-Wade. Guys, we're poking fun at a bad outfit. Guys, we're having fun with my doppelganger. Yeah. Someone said he's trying to dress like you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's, that Cano news sucks, man. Like, honestly, if you're Cohen, you'd be like, go get DJ for that money. Yeah. And then give him 25 mil for three years. Imagine if that's uh man, it's uh Brian Hoke. He's been on the show a few times. How do you not remember him? I thought it was Hawk. Brian Cock. He's been on the shows a few times. Just pass out. <laughs> <laughs> um man, we've we've had some of these conversations on here a little bit and off here a little bit that the COVID stuff in the Yankees and we are genuinely trying to come from this is not Whiny Yankee fans But man When all this COVID stuff Comes together And how they juggle their You know Their money In the future upcoming seasons And and how things might go down This Yankees Kind of window Might have been affected the most And (laughs) That Cano thing Could be Another layer to that In Brian Hoke's next book um, The Prince Who Was Promised About My Life I'm what were you one. guys talking about? Oh, you're I'm writing, writing that one. You yeah. and, you I think and you Zach. just passed off. 
I passed off. You passed off. Like all I didn't, of your. I didn't. What's passed off? Because <laughs> <laughs> I like that term, <laughs> but I don't think we. So make sure passed out and took off. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you just passed off. You just That's passed good. off. I think we made up a phrase there. Yeah, like you took off on whatever you were doing, but you also passed out Leave. while doing it. I don't think we've asked for talking Yanks reviews in a while. It's the off season. If you're listening, you're a real one. Five stars passed off. Or instead of leaving the five star review, passed you can text off. your mom passed off. Yeah. And then put the five star review with what she replies. <laughs> huh? <laughs> five stars. What? That's dumb. Ad. John Boy Media Store. Go there too. Done. Is that the ad? This next voicemail is brought to you by... No, we have to do a real one. We're promoting ourselves, guys. It's a new thing we're doing here. That was a real ad. But you didn't do it. We have to do, like, real ones. No. Our best ads are... John Boy Media Store. John Boy Media Store. I'm wearing a shirt right now. You're wearing a shirt. Zach? Zach? What's under that Lafayette Leopards hoodie? Lafayette. It's Lafayette. 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 You could say Lafayette too, right? Lafayette is yeah. like Lafayette. that's a casual way to say. Yeah. Lafayette. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm wearing actually a 1996 Yankees shirt under here. So not from the John Boy Media. Not store. from the store. No. Well, we'll sell it where you work. Right. Shop.johnboymedia.com. We got a bunch of shirts, a bunch of ugly sweaters, and shit like that coming out. Black Friday. Are we doing like a sale? Probably. Yeah, we right? need to like talk about yeah. that. Okay. It's like next week. Get there. I think it's a. I think it's a week and a day from today. Yeah, literally. We'll start a sale on Monday. Jimmy, Jake, BBD. This is Rick calling from sunny L.A., long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, so you guys brought up Francisco Lindor, which I think is interesting. So for this thought experiment, let's say we aren't getting DJ back. All right, we got Stanton on the books. We have Cole on the books. And if we sign Lindor to a long-term contract, it becomes extremely unlikely that we can afford Judge when he hits free agency in two years. So... And in addition, Judge, when he's right, is a top-four player in baseball, leader of the Yankees. But the problem is, can he stay on the field, right? So if you're the Yanks, would you sign Lindor knowing that it would make it nearly impossible to re-sign Judge in two years? Or would you bet on Judge, keep big money off the books, and leave that door more open? So interested to hear your thoughts. Go Yanks. I worry about Judge when it's time to worry about Judge. A lot of things can change. We're a lot of things can change. And almost in the CBA, yeah, in the luxury tax setup and the format and the arbitration and and a lot of the by the time Judge is a free agent, the entire system will be different. So I think you can take care of now and be like, cross that when we get there. Yeah. Uh Judge I I used this phrase with Gary the other day and and People freaked out a little bit, and it's like, guys, figure it out. Uh, like, we're, we are in bed with Judge. Like, you know, I, I, I've seen a couple people trying to spin the trade Judge now. He's injury prone, blah, blah, We're in bed with Judge. Uh, when he's right and he's healthy, you know, he's <laughs> he's like a top five talent in the league. Um, I mean, go look at the stats. He's a monster. Now he's been hurt. And a couple of them are fluky. And Judge had another quote, actually, in the last week or so that was like, I plan on playing every day next year or something like that. And that's kind of gotten to the point where it's like, hey, man, don't care anymore. Like, just just play. Because, like, you have been hurt a lot. I think, that, I think 
not a knock on judge at all because I think he'd fully agree with me. Like, don't care. Like, I yeah. think, like, like when they're like, judge, like when he's saying those quotes, his brain is saying like, oh my God, I don't care about yeah. the stupid interview. I'm just going to spout bullshit. Yeah. And I'm hearing, oh my God, judge doesn't care about this interview. He's just going to spout bullshit. So fucking threw one ear out the other. And I, I don't blame him yeah. for that. Jeter was the king of it. Um, yeah. Like, don't tell me Judge told, said he wants to play every day. But Jeet was cute at it. He, he, Jeet, well, we remember older Jeter, so I don't really remember, like, late 90s Jeter if he was truly vanilla. Yeah. But older Jeter, especially with Kim Jones, was cute with it. Like, a lot of flirting. Just ended every sentence with a smile, which is, yeah. like, a good life trick, I think. I'm going to start doing that. That's but that smile's not pleasing. I think I want to. What was that? What that, did you say about my smile? <laughs> no, it, I've seen you have a nice smile. What did you? The just one say you about attached to, like the one you attached to the end there <laughs> wasn't pleasing. Should I go hat face. Yeah. After every sentence, oh my god, that'd be exhausting. <laughs> you'd be our actor. You'd be Wallace Shawn. Oh my guy. Um, guys, with Judge, think about the path line we took. 2017, next captain of the Yankees. Now, here we are a few years later. He's been hurt a lot. He's still been good when he's been healthy and playing a one, like a 150 OPS plus. Um, he's crazy good. Uh, but imagine this. Like, if he goes out, he could go out next season and be a top five MVP, and he's back worth a ton of money. He could go out next year, be hurt half the season, and we'd be saying, like, I don't know. We can't trust Judge anymore. Like, people would get loud, like, almost get out of town if he gets hurt again next year. There's a contingent of fans that are already like that, there. That contingent would get very loud next yes. year. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Publicly loud. Yes, so... Not just a section of Twitter loud. We'll see. I, I wouldn't worry about that yet. I mean, Judge isn't a free agent until 2023, I don't think. 2022? Well, six years after 17. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23. 23. 23. Um... So we've we've got some time. Let's see what happens with Judgy. I'll say this: I got a spin zone from five minutes ago. End it with a smile. Okay, that was it. <laughs> no, so all right. We so we just got half sad for a second. Like, oh, Mets are in on Lemayhew. They're gonna get him. Changes the whole course of Yankees. No, history. some Mets fan responded to me on Twitter. Okay, and said, "Why would we do that? We just have McNeil play second. Yeah. Cool, great. Problem solved. Perfect. Good. Done. So you're out on LeMahieu. So you're out on LeMahieu. Perfect. Cool. Because uh, the guy that can play multiple positions, you just can put him there. Okay, cool. Jim. Okay. We'll take him back. His <laughs> stock just dropped back down. If you remember, manager of the Yankees, Aaron Boone. A uh, boom. Gets hurt playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Go Trojans. Fight on. If we ever have Boone on, can we ask him, like, do you remember... Like the move you were what making. What was the play? Yeah, what yeah, was absolutely. the basketball? Like, have you, you seen his USC content? No. He like tries to actually be real on Twitter as like a real fan on Twitter, and it's kind of funny. Wait, he tweets. Yeah, like oh. fight on, come on, boys, fight on. It's oh, like, I've seen those. It's it's all right. He's trying. Um. Anyways, now DJ goes to the Mets. Yeah. We're all sad. Uh-huh. Serious kill ourselves BBD I'm worried uh-huh. Hide the knives I'm worried Condor Oh my god The Yankees Because they lose out on LeMahieu Have to go trade for Lindor 
Glaber moves back to second. Bing, bang, boom. Okay. Done. <laughs> no, you did it again. It was a little late. Yeah, the so smile was a little was, late. The delay was pretty unpleasing. The smile was, I'm going to um, watch it on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It one. wasn't good. No, yeah. Um, cool. Spin zone me into Lindor anytime. Yeah. Oh, you don't get DJ? Lindor. Not going to happen. Done. I'm just going to live that way. That feels pretty good. Does one of the two need to happen? It's a yes and a no. Okay, and that settles that. Like we say yes now, and then we're here at spring training, and we're like, I like Cesar Hernandez at second. He's good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you ended that one with shooting yourself by accident. And then a smile. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Cesar Hernandez. We have another voicemail. Huge. Um, hey, guys, this is Ty, the kid who thought he had the Hard Rock shirt. I left the voicemail before. I wasn't sure if it was too long. Anyway, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. This is the trade I want. I want to trade Andrew Har, Clark Schmidt, and maybe somebody else, possibly for Josh Hader. He's an elite bullpen arm. He's got a lot of club contracts, and his contract is not that big. Andrew Har doesn't have a spot on this team. We, how do we do this delicately? I don't think you have to be as delicate. He said Clark Schmidt and Andujar. Yeah. I mean, Clark Schmidt okay. has real potential still. The Brewers have would have some to source. love We Clark have some Schmidt. sources. Andujar has no value. <laughs> we have some sources yeah. um, that hit home in this scenario. Yeah. And we've asked these sources about a guy named Miguel Andujar, other teams, front offices, people. And they laugh in our face and say, we don't want him for nothing. <laughs> he yeah. has no value. So I got into this on Twitter. That there's a kid that listens to our our podcast, and I thank you very much for listening, and then he always tweets at us. Yeah. And he, he doesn't understand value at all yet. Because yes. he's like, trade Gary now while you can get something for him. He stinks. And it's like, those are like <laughs> saying. That's not how it <laughs> it's works. It's like when you just said yes and no in the same thing. Like, yes. Anduar has no value. He's a he's a Yankee saying, and please take Andujar with this trade right now. Now, he can gain value because he can hit the hell out of the ball. But the, the only way you do that is you keep him test him out. Like, like we the exact response was that guy hasn't played in two years and hasn't been good. That guy hasn't been good in two years. hasn't hasn't hit in two years and he doesn't have a position. hasn't hit in two years and he doesn't have a position. Injuries and then when he was healthy, hit like they laughed at us. Um, so, Andor's not getting you literally anything in return. The Yankees didn't even want him on their roster. And here's here's <laughs> they where sent him to spring and didn't put him in the postseason. Here's where people get confused. It's value and talent. Yes, those are not the same thing. Yes, if Miguel Andujar goes out next year, plays a little bit of third, first, and left field, and hits like he did in 2018. He's got some value, and he's mm-hmm. talented, and he has the talent to do that, but he hasn't in yeah. two years, yes. and he currently doesn't have a position. So yeah. as of right now, um, could I see the Yankees moving on from Andujar? Yeah. like if it was. But right now it's it, more of a bird situation than a trade situation. Yeah, it would be like a throw-in. He would be a throw-in piece of a trade, That's which would essentially be the Yankees being like, we're gonna. Part we ways. had a good run, and we don't believe anymore. And, and, and if and, this finishes off the 
Lindor trade. <laughs> and I oh, think the, and I think that he has there's still a lot of talent in Andujar that the Yankees don't want to do that. They're like, no, you know what? We'd rather keep this guy while he has options and see if we can untap that or build up the value. If it just makes no sense to get rid of him now. Un- I kind of want to make like a value a value talent chart for players. Okay. But I think it might be bad. Like this is this is what we started the offseason with with Voight and Urshela. Like say their talents are 8 out of 10. Right now their value is probably 9 out of 10. Yes, because they're really cheap. They have controlled years left on their contract. And they're playing very, very well. Gary Sanchez, let's say his talent is an 8 out of 10. And that some of you, that might drive you up a wall, but it is. Well, his right ceiling. Now, his ceiling. Right I mean, now, when you say talent, you're really talking about ceiling talent. Yeah, what, what talent do you have? Yeah. Um, his value right now is 1. Like, t- teams, would, teams would take a chance on him, but they're not giving you a thing for him. Yes. You want to do someone else? Not going to make that chart. Adovino. Talent could be an eight. <laughs> Value right now is probably a two. A lot of money for one year. Yeah. So that hurts him. There's one year. Yeah. The team thinks they could fix him. What about Glaber? Uh, it's all really high still, I think. Yeah, it's still high. Really it's high. It's still high. 60-game sample. The bat came around towards the end of the season. And he's young and got controlled years. The defense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still really high. What about uh, Garrett Cole? Ooh. Talent. Talent. 10 out of 10. 10. Value, like, 5? Yeah. It's a big contract. <laughs> no one's taking on it's a big contract. that contract. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. What's up with the DJ Rumors IG post? Is that your? I didn't understand it at all, so. That's uh The album is called David Rumors? David Leonard in the chat. Yes. Yes. The Fleetwood Mac Tune that went viral with Dog Face 420. Yeah. Uh, Zach's old moniker. BBD's current moniker. Uh, Passing of the torch. With the cranberry juice. Um, Yeah, it actually, that song and that viral video brought the Rumors album. One of, on a lot of charts, it's one of the best albums all time. It brought it back to number one this year. In like October of this year, it was the number one CD. So, shots fired to a lot of current albums, huh? Yeah, right. That happens a lot. We're like it's an a old... new world, you know. I mean, oh my god, <laughs> that that song goes viral because a gentleman is skateboarding and drinking cranberry juice, and that's what it took <laughs> to bring that album to the top of the charts. It's an amazing album, but I do think it's funny that nostalgia is so high, and I do think there was a. Uh, quality of albums were better. People don't try for albums that much anymore. Sure. Zach's a musician, but maybe you disagree with me. But I think the general pop stuff, albums isn't really the goal anymore. It's like get a song, it's, right? I have a thought quick yeah. on this. Um, I think the younger generation doesn't really buy albums anymore. So Because, you know, we've got Spotify yeah. or you stream everything. But I think the older generation buys more CDs and mm. or a full album on iTunes or something like that. So I, I think, think I'd maybe... view a CD as literally a piece of garbage if yeah. you handed it to me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> It'd be like handing me a flyer for a party. What was You're the like, last... Cool, I'll check this out online. Last full album you guys bought. Bought? Yeah. It's a decade ago. There's no way I remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I got nothing. I mean, that would have to go back to high school. So that would have to go back yeah. to 2007. And then yeah, I wouldn't have no idea. Dashboard confessionals, summer, sad music. Mm. I bought Green Day's 21st Century Breakdown. It, that came out in 2009. Okay. I, I can remember the point, remember. point where I stopped doing The last CDs. championship years. No, you know what? Because I went That's from... Right. Whoa. Wait, I went to like downloading music and burning my own CDs yeah. in high school. And I had an iPod as well. Right. So I haven't been buying CDs. I know. In like... 17 years Yeah So I think that's why If you handed one to me <laughs> like yeah. Cool flyer I'll listen to this online I'm out Anyway Rumors DJ It was just You were playing off the song Name Album name Yeah And I knew people would be excited DJ Rumors Because that's yeah. what this time of year is about And it is technically DJ and Rumors Yeah Of a revolution Do you like the expendable Zach? I don't know too much Expendables. Okay. Me neither. Okay. That was the Talking Yanks. Got any last words, Jake? Say mm-hmm. something. BBD came in the room, and he's he looks nice today. Excited about the draft. How'd the new show go, BBD? Good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Official report. Details later. Go, Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go, Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks.